0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Gambit Podcast. Uh this is a Grand Arena Focused Podcast. I'm Solo Base 15. I'm here with my good friend Zareth. Zareth, how are you tonight?
1: Doing well, Solo. Thanks for asking. I'm uh I'm pretty interested in the stuff that we'll be uh talking about tonight. The, the new good. character, <laughs> Mothra, is interesting. <laughs>
0: She she actually is. She's quite interesting. Um, I'm actually a little excited about her.
1: Yeah, me too. I, I, think, I think she'll be cool.
0: Yeah. She doesn't
1: suck anyways. She,
0: she does not suck. No, no. Uh, already we've seen that. Um, who knows what she'll end up doing. <clears throat> I, I hope actually kind of big things because she seems like a very free-to-play friendly character as well. Um, but well I guess we can start there that's perfect segment already why don't we bring up you know we don't need to read through her kit Uh, that seems quite excessive but let's talk about what she's bringing to the table Um,
1: yeah I guess I should actually um, I should actually like open Uh, we should look at her kit I mean, you don't you don't have to open it here if you don't want, yeah. but...
0: Uh, well, it's already, it, it's on screen. On oh, okay, feed. I
1: wasn't looking at that. I'm trying to exit Knox because it, it won't let me open it. Uh, and so I was going through my, um, going through all the different file task manager files to see what things I needed to do to Because uh, I, I got to yeah. do my arena test at some point today. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah so yeah, so
0: the first thing... I will say about the kit and I have you know the basic information up on the screen is Mon Mothma is a rebel fighter leader that is not a rebel fighter
1: which does I don't get the tag she she
0: is she does not have the tag she is just a rebel and in fact we'll get to her leadership ability down below but um it is set up where it specifically says uh, Mon Mothma and Rebel Fighters get X, Y, and Z bonus. She did not get the Rebel Fighter tag. Huh.
1: I mean, I guess in some ways that makes sense. She's not much of a fighter, exactly.
0: Yeah, I, I just found that, you know, she's leader of a faction she doesn't belong to.
1: Ooh, good. I get to edit someone. I get a.
0: <laughs> oh, Hello, bot for buy
1: followers. I'm trying to edit them out. Um, I can block them. I can't. uh, I'm not moderate. Oh, there we go. I have I have a ban. There we go. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs)
0: Man, I want to be
1: famous. Me
0: too. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. But yeah, so uh, when just looking at the tags, Mon Mothma is a rebel, she's light side, she's uh, support. She is not a rebel fighter, though.
1: That is pretty interesting.
0: It is. I I don't think it's a big deal, but I think interesting is a good word for it.
1: Yeah, I I guess I don't necessarily care as long as she still functions. Like, I can't think of a reason right now why she would need it.
0: Yeah, yeah, neither can I. Unless there's something coming that we don't know about.
1: Well, exactly. So uh, I can see it, though, personally, right right this moment.
0: Yeah. And um, fiend, thank you. Thank you. We're two away from 52, the magic number.
1: Yep, I think we, we had, so we missed one it was right around Christmas, I think. Yeah, and yep. then after that, we've we've been we've been the very soul of consistency.
0: We have been. It's quite. <laughs> I'm impressed with us. Hopefully,
1: everyone else is. <laughs> um, <laughs> my, the light looks bright on my face tonight. I'm sure it does. I, I need better lighting. That is, the first problem. My uh, Patreon uh, support will solve for me, <laughs> I think, uh, this, this coming month. That's, uh, that is absolutely on the to-do list, because you're right. Yeah. I look bright.
0: All right, so getting back into Mon Mothma's kit, her first special here. Um... Be right back. Oh, Sarah's getting tea. Look at that. So I will just talk about the first ability on the kit. Uh, so Mon Mothma's first ability, she dispels all debuffs on the weakest rebel ally, and then rebel allies recover 6% health and protection. I will note that is all rebel allies and not just rebel fighter allies. And that is... Um, that is actually a big distinction. That's, that's a big difference. She will be good for all rebels, not just rebel fighters.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, she's gonna, she, she's got some interesting stuff. Are you scrolling down on the uh, oh, you are, you are, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh,
0: okay, yeah. So, I mean, her basic is fairly straightforward, it's just I kind of don't like that it is the spell all debuffs on the weakest rebel ally and you don't get to pick who it is um but at the same time on our basic you're recovering six percent of health and protection in grand arena it's hard to argue with that
1: i guess uh one one thing to point out though for for the weakest ally like uh that might actually be really great because if you're facing empire and they love their their debuffs um like you may end up actually having uh it like if your weakest rebel ally is going to take their next turn and they have a bunch of debuffs that would normally kill them like damage over time or whatever maybe dispelling them will save them.
0: Uh yeah, I I don't have a problem with I just like control and I kind of feel like that doesn't give you enough control.
1: Well, so so I guess the problem would be if if you can target it with her basic, then whenever she assists, then you, the effect wouldn't actually happen. Like this is an automatic effect though. So if they, if she has C3PO on the team, for instance, and they call her to assist, you want it to automatically happen.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: Um, Ross with the chair. You're training someone tonight. You can't watch. You can't watch. Appreciate the cheer, though, brother.
0: Yes, always. Uh, And the lurk, quite honestly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, All right. So, Mon Mothma's second special. I have the animation up here. Uh, It's revive a random rebel fighter ally with 40% health and protection. All rebel allies have their current health percentages equalized. And then... You rally Mon Mothma and all rally rebel fighter allies. Now, rally is we've seen rally before, and it's um, the same thing that Resistance Hero Finn has. It's where tanks taunt uh, and get crit hit immunity. Attackers assist and healers and support restore 15% health and protection to all allies. Train them. (laughs) Class of train them. (laughs) Train make it rain subs um so i i mean i'm not going to say a bad thing about any of this kit quite frankly but it's a revive it's a heal and with rally you're also getting people to attack i mean this is a fantastic special
1: it is it's on cooldown five but yeah i guess the other thing is if I keep I just keep thinking she's gonna go well with um three PO and we can talk about that later, but I mean cooldown five is not as much of a problem if you have three PO on um, in the group.
0: Agreed. Um yeah. And if you look at the other tunes that you can use, there is a lot of turn meter manipulation here. So it's very possible that you get two turns before the other team even gets a turn so it could be that it's on a 5 turn cooldown because they're going to go so fast
1: right oh yeah exactly it's uh, one thing I'm very interested in is this team has a lot of turn meter manipulation
0: yeah I, it's I'm very curious to see how this goes and my first thoughts on the team are is it's going to be a very offensive team but then i think about every time you fight geos especially with the pow zeta <laughs> um i think about every time you fight Z- geos and there's a lot of turn meter manipulation with the geos that a lot of people don't realize and that's why they get 50 turns to your one turn um so I'm very I'm very curious if this ends up being Geo's two and if you put both Geos and Rebel fighters on defense and can only use Treya on one if it's gonna mess people up.
1: Yeah. Yeah I'm it's gonna be really uh what, you know it's hard about these kits. I guess we should give this disclaimer right now. Um <laughs> I, we can talk about the kit all day but and i know that it, we're actually it's been out now i haven't seen any videos at all though yet um i'm sure there's been a few i've just been at work but my my thing though is like without actually seeing this uh in action like it's just really hard to say how how all of this is going to go um so we'll, we'll give you our first thoughts and then we'll probably give you a second and third thoughts in subsequent uh episodes so
0: yeah and part of this is not many people have the rebel (laughs) fighters um fully geared (laughs) not not yet let's see i think i saw Arnold be a kru team that was relic with mostly g12 rebel fighter team the key was the pow zeta uh
1: yeah, the Pau Zeta is fantastic. I just pulled it up. Um, for for in the context of this, like, <laughs> I, I'm i guessing that if I want, if I'm gonna, if Pau ends up being one of the good characters, which probably is, honestly, just given how much turn meter gain, like, he's gonna be taking a million billion turns. Um, but, and for those of you who don't know what the POWs does and don't want to be bothered looking it up like I did. I, I did the work for you. So <laughs> just sit back. Um, it's it's real simple. Gains 5% turn meter whenever a rebel ally uses a basic attack. So, um... I guess we haven't talked about her leadership yet, but that is really powerful in conjunction with her leadership.
0: Yeah, we haven't gotten there yet. There's still one more special, and um, uh, her special is an interesting one, because she's summoning a rebel trooper. If rebel trooper is already there, it becomes, it gets promoted, a field promotion to rebel officer, and if rebel officer is already there, gets a field promotion to Rebel Commander. And then if there's already a Rebel Commander, you dispel all the debuffs on them. They recover 25% health and protection and reduce Mon Mothma's cooldowns by one. So this is, well, it's a short-term ability in, in the fact that you get a sixth character onto the field. And anytime you can outnumber the other team, it's probably a good thing. It's a long-term ability, though, because it's kind of like L3, where to see the actual results of the final ability, you're waiting three turns for it.
1: Right. And I guess the thing about this is, like, first you're taking a turn to summon, and then you have five turns. It's a five-turn cooldown Then you're going to promote again. Like, this is not... A PvP ability, for, well, so the, the the initial ability, sure, like getting an extra body in there, great, that that's fantastic. Um, after that, it becomes PVE because almost like if you if you map out how how many turns you get uh, in a in a match, like usually you're not going to have like most characters don't even take like six full turns. Some sometimes, but. Um, Certainly you don't take like 11 turns unless it's like a, you know, a a fight where you're barely, uh, you know, clocking it, almost going to clock out or something like, right. I I guess, I guess we'll see though. If if 3PO becomes a thing with her, we could see her turn meter or her cooldowns reduced to the point where it becomes feasible to promote a couple times.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, we're going to talk about speculation of what's coming in the game a little bit later. So maybe I'll save this for later. I do think that it's more than just for territory battles, though. I, it may not be for Grand Arena. And, in fact, if you look at Chupio's kit, he has his Zeta. I, realistically, isn't a Grand Arena Zeta either. But this is now two characters in a row where there are abilities built in for long-term gameplay. And I think that means something.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. Um... Well, and I think it coincides perfectly with the Galactic Challenges stuff. Frankly, yeah,
0: yeah, uh, probably. I mean, <laughs> who knows? We will see. But I think Galactic Challenges yeah, are a big part of this kit and uh, Chupio's kit.
1: Yeah, we and we can we can speculate later in a minute. We can speculate some more, but
0: old flying through space, Leia,
1: <laughs> Mary Poppins, Leia.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, all right so that is the, now comes the leadership ability um at the start of battle if mon mothma is in the leader slot she and all rebel rebel fighter allies gain eight percent of their combined base max health protection offense defense potency and tenacity and then she and all rebel fighter fighter allies have a 100 percent chance to assist each other whenever they use an ability during their turn dealing 90% less damage. And then that damage immunity is taken away uh, if they do no damage. Um, So uh, I mentioned earlier sort of like a light side geo's team. And this is why it's because the entire team is basically assisting on every single, every single turn. Um, They're not doing a ton of damage. And in fact, In the unlock event, I think some of my hits were hitting for like 965 damage. You know, nothing that's going to take people down, but you mix that with 3PO who's applying exposed, and that 900 something damage now turns into one fifth health damage, which is a big difference.
1: Yeah. um, It's, it's going to take a while for me to wrap my mind around all of this uh, because so it's like they get, they all get all of their 8, 8% of their combined max health, all, all of this stuff. Um, so I guess that that's, uh, that's easy enough, but, c- cause we've seen other kids who do, who do similar things. Uh, we also have though, so dealing the 90% less damage, and if that ability dealt no damage, the damage penalty is reduced to forty-five percent less damage. Yeah, yeah, and,
0: I, I think that's for basically you're going up against KRU, who's who has seventy-five percent uh, defense, and your ninety percent less damage hit isn't going to do anything.
1: Well, I, I wonder if the ability. So it says use an ability. So it says, and then it says if that if that ability dealt no damage. So it's like. Uh, like, I, I'm trying to think of, I don't know the rebel fighters that well, but like, like if Commander Luke was somehow a, a rebel fighter and he used an ability that, um, you know, he used his shift stance change, his stance change, um, then that ability would deal no damage and then the damage penalty is reduced to 45% less damage yeah, and the, and that ally dispels all debuffs. Uh, like is that what it's talking about? It's hard to
0: um,
1: that's what it seems like to me. it,
0: it might be. Uh, you know, I still have to do the event on my alt, so I can always throw Pow in and see if it changes from how when people use a basic or something. Um, but it, I mean that very well could be as well.
1: Oh well, yeah, so POW, pow would actually be one of the candidates for that, actually. Um, yeah. But uh, I mean, it, I guess it doesn't matter that much. I it just uh, it'll take a while for us to explore all these avenues because I, uh, my guess is that they have like they they've used the right language, but it's just hard. It seems like there's a couple different interpretations that are possible and reasonable. So.
0: Yeah. Actually, uh, I'm doing the event now, and that's what it looks like. Like I just did the Churu um, uh, heal ability, and they were hitting harder for, or hitting harder than when I did like a basic attack on the assist. So I think that's what it means there. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So then she has a couple uniques. Uh, unique one is she has plus fifty speed. And then if you add the Zeta, she can't be targeted and she's immune to taunt effects. So that's things like a Jedi Knight Revan direct focus, a Darth Revan um, applying fear. And if there are no other allied combatants at the start of turn, she escapes from battle. So a lot like a 3PO type situation where if she's the last one remaining, she's just going to scurry away.
1: (laughs) It'd be kind of funny if one of these characters who can't actually attack didn't have that ability. They just like were <laughs> they, they just forced you to just over time destroy them. <laughs> that, oh, that would be
0: boring, but it would be funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, boring yet funny. <laughs>
0: uh, all right. So the unique two is actually, um, it's. It's technically her unique, but really it's the kit for the rebel fighter, uh, where the, or the um, rebel trooper, where they put it into her unique. You can see that he is a rebel and a rebel fighter. Um, his basic has a dispel, so it's kind of like the turret for um, ARC Trooper. It also could ap- apply days if he's been promoted. We don't expect that much for Grand Arena, though. Uh, His special is he gives out defense penetration up and uh, he can also use Rally when he's been promoted. And then his unique is he has 15% critical damage and he and Mon Mothma share 30% tenacity. Um, And then the final part of it is that his stats scale with Mon Mothma. So as she gets geared up, so does Rebel Trooper.
1: Nice. And I, I like that they're continuing to add a, a sixth character. It, it's interesting.
0: Yeah, you know, some time ago, I I don't remember which Q&A it was, but they were asked about it, and they said that they really liked the mechanic, so plan on seeing it more often, and we have. You know, we have the Geo now. They were kind of the initial one, but then Arc Trooper added the turret, and now uh, Mon Mothma's adding the Rebel Trooper, and you know, I don't want every character to have this or every leader, but I do like the situations that they've kind of used it in.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's really cool. Um uh, Well, so it's interesting too. So if, uh, if you have her in the group, like if you add a geo-brood alpha to the group, then you can't have a rebel soldier.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why you would do that other than uh, I didn't place defense as auto deploy, but
1: <laughs> true. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like I, I don't know why you would either. I just um, it, like this. I know that they. So at one point they had a, you know, they they made a tiebreaker situation where, yeah. you know, they said, well, for for random arbitrary reasons, we are choosing to uh to have the. Uh, to have Arc Trooper and his turret be like have priority over over the Geo brute Alpha and his ad- addition, so I don't know for whatever that's worth. They yeah. they they avoided it this time though.
0: Can't summon if the whole team isn't Rebel anyway. Well,
1: there's. <laughs> oh, know, that's true.
0: Add that on top of it, yeah.
1: That's true too.
0: Um, See, this is why it's great being on Twitch because that way we can be corrected before it goes out on the podcast and Klesso yells at us. (laughs) I know. Klesso's a kid. all judgy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hey, Kobe. (laughs) Welcome to the stream. (laughs) Uh, All right. So that's Mon Mothma. We kind of talked about it a little already, but... You saw the announcement of this and immediately, uh, or maybe not immediately, but messaged me about your random speculation about what Mon Mothma and three P or Chupio, I should say, what this kind of means or what might mean for the future of the game. So what what were you thinking about that?
1: Well, so I guess first uh, I do want to just say that th- this. Uh, this team seems like almost custom built for three PO to be on it. Like I said that almost right away. Like, with, because they have the same mechanics as the Geonosians where when one person attacks, everyone attacks, and it's all basic attacks. Uh, with with three PO, for those of you who aren't aren't aware, which uh, hopefully you are if you know what three PO does. Like this is a huge part of him. But uh, when you when you do a basic attack, it, it adds uh, or with a rebel. When you do a basic attack you end up with um you end up with an expose on the the character that they uh, hit and i mean maybe maybe you have to crit to do that i now i'm now i'm scratching my head but uh the fact is you have the capacity for a ton of exposes and honestly if you can get like five exposes on a character in one like volley like it, you just you don't need that many turns to just gun certain characters down like imagine fives uh just, w- who's health modded and like just just getting dragged down like just getting completely annihilated you know like um that that would that it, it just seems fun like general grievous it would do an enormous amount of damage to general grievous cuz he's health based like uh, certain characters i mean i don't i'm not saying right now that He, that this is a General Grievous counter. In fact, I don't think so, because I don't think one volley would actually kill him. And then he'd just shove the taunt off on someone else and then you'd kill that character and then he'd kill the rest of your rebels. But it just, I I don't know, that that synergy on its own seems really good. And even though 3PO isn't a rebel fighter uh, with, with the tag rebel fighter, He still adds a lot of utility to that team. He does a lot of things to for rebels, and I, I don't know. It just seems really strong.
0: It does, and in fact, I used when I went through my unlock earlier today. um, Everybody on the team I used was basically it was Chase, Chupio, and 3PO, (laughs) and that's how I went through the whole unlock. And 3PO. It it's it, you don't need a critical hit for the exposes it's just a basic ability, and so he was just I mean, well not he he was allowing the team to just crush overpowered enemies because I mean I tried with like the gear eight characters just to see how they would go and he uh, he let the gear eight characters crush uh, the bonus tier on the event.
1: Yeah, uh, well, and the bonus tier—the bonus tier was fun. I mean, I was annoyed actually. They should have let me keep my characters loaded, my teams loaded, because I kept having (laughs) to go through and well, yeah, select all my characters over and over. But, uh, anyways, (laughs) so, so, anyways, it it seems like a really fun kit. It's, I, I will say now that. I don't think it's going to come anywhere near uh, being like meta shifting as currently constructed. I just like thinking of how cool it would be to see this squad burn down Geonosians, which I think is very plausible actually, um, if you build them right, uh, like that, that's cool. That's cool to think about, or maybe even like empire teams or something. It It's cool to think about that. It's also laughable to think of this team burning down Galactic Ray. <laughs> yeah,
0: like, like, I mean, I guess I just proved your, your statement
1: <laughs> yeah. right Seriously, there. like, <laughs> like,
0: ha, ha, ha. ha. Right. Like, um,
1: what? You're like, are you serious? You actually think that? Wow, you're a noob. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, but, you know, it's a marquee character at the same time, uh, you know. I think it's a fantastic kit for a marquee character. I think it's a strong kit for a marquee character. But sure. I, I I don't think she's meant to be a Galactic Legends killer. I don't even think that she... This is going to be an A-tier team. Um, I, but I think it's going to be a solid, you know, in that BB plus team. And I was talking about this, so for those of you that didn't see, I... I guest hosted on the galaxy of bureaus podcast earlier and one thing to think about is with mon moth of she can't be targeted like at all so for all the accounts that are younger that's just unlocking her today if you can get her up to gear nine and the only expensive gear to get her to gear nine is uh two stun guns which granted for a young account is is a lot um you could have this 3 star gear 9 mon mothma mixed with a gear 11 chupio that you just unlocked as well 2 weeks ago and then a 3 po and two other gear 8 tunes and i think they're going to be over be able to overkill in the younger divisions maybe not division 1 you know where we're sitting at 6.5 million we might not be able to use her and her team But I think she can be used at three stars gear eight or gear nine and with mixed with three PO be able to kill a lot bigger teams than she is.
1: Yeah. She's one of those classic characters that, uh, like doesn't require, doesn't necessarily require a, um, a kit or or a, a ton of gear. Like she's, she's very functional just because of the rules that she provides and i think that's especially true with uh like just like you can't target her now i also love like it, this isn't this isn't going to be her primary use i don't think but i do love that you can't target uh you can't actually target uh her with it, like the, the um what am i saying the the darth Revan uh, targeting the leader and putting fear on everyone you yeah. can only get fear on one character plus mothma yeah yeah and i don't think that that's going to be the primary use for her frankly i, I don't i just don't no, see I... but um like just the idea of of that is just kind of fun i guess
0: yeah yeah i i, I th- Think that the younger accounts are going to enjoy her more early on until she's free to play farmable, and then the older accounts will get to have fun with her. Um, and with that said, hey, Forsu, thanks for uh, joining in. And Bison, you're permanently G9 Dangar. I think that's a perfect example as well. Now, granted, I have Dengar at G12 and I think it was worthy, um, but you know, these characters that you have trouble hitting whether it be from stealth or now her uh, not being able to be targeted with that data, you can afford to not, not gear them up, you know, to G13 relic level five, which makes her a lot easier to use for the entire community as opposed to just the people that get her seven star in the first week.
1: Yeah. Um, so oh, I, I will say, like I, I'm guessing, she'll be required for something else now. Yeah. Uh, before we kind of get into that that level of speculation, you you had asked what my immediate thoughts were on, uh, you know, like what what conclusions I drew for the future of the game with her release, and um, I, I guess for me, I I think. Well, uh, not not just for her, I guess. Just in general, like I, I think that she is she's a character that is going to be uh, part of galactic challenges. I mean, I think that it would be foolish to think that that like there's a couple there's a couple characters now who have been released with like they're they're not meta changing, and we see no use for them right now. But we do know the big new game mode is coming up. Galactic Challenges is coming up. Uh, I think, I think that in conjunction with, uh, and maybe this isn't even what you were asking, Solo. But uh, I'll say this: so we we got the new assault battle tiers uh, that no one can actually feasibly complete. Um, we've we've got Galactic Challenges coming, and I I think it's been a long time since we've had some kind of account advancement mechanic. Uh, I think we're going to end up having something like mod, mods will have, you know, instead of 6E being the best, we'll have 6D coming up or we'll all go to level 90 and the advances from level 90 will be substantial or relics will stay on gear 13 and we'll start gear 14 though. So we can advance within gear 13 uh, to relic levels, but then we'll also have some gear levels for, you know, within gear 13 uh to advance to 14 something like that i think we'll have a, we're, we're gonna have a way to advance our characters soon and i guess the galactic challenges uh really the assault battles are what makes me think that the most i think it's all gonna tie in together though
0: yeah well every time we get a new big game mode we get something whether it's Oh, I forget the order that they came out in now. But you know, we got the Sith raid, which gave us the G twelve plus pieces. Um, prior to that, the G twelve pieces came from. Oh, was that from Territory Battles? There was a new game mode that released G twelve pieces. I think it was Territory Battle.
1: Yeah, it was. You could get up because Territory Battles. Yeah, you could. Yeah. You could get up to Gear twelve plus three. Right.
0: Uh, my guess, I honestly don't think we're ever going to see a uh, um, a level cap raise. I feel like level 85 was kind of this old metric that they used, and I don't think we're ever going to see a level 90. I do think um, that we're going to see something new. It wouldn't surprise me if the Galactic Challenges bring a... Relic material piece that will let you get to higher relic levels. Um, they've said that there's going to be no gear fourteen, so, but that they are going to expand on relic. So it wouldn't surprise me if relic level eight needs a very specific piece or pieces, and that's what galactic challenges bring.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, that that could very well be.
0: Yeah, I I just think because so much of the game and maybe this changed with unity, but so much of the game was coded so that if you have higher level relic or not relic levels, if you just have higher uh, levels, so, you know, one to 85, then the other team, you get certain boosts. Like it's, I forget what the breakdown is uh, based on potency, tenacity checks and all that jazz, essentially. Um, And that's why all the raid bosses are at level 90. Um, It's because of these boosts you get. I don't think that they're going to go in and change every game mode to adjust for this level cap increase, which is why I think we stay at 85 for the rest of time.
1: Yeah. I mean, we very well could, I guess it, it also just seems like a good way to uh, give us a new mode of advancement that isn't, uh, it isn't what we've seen before uh yeah also i mean uh, yeah i i don't know they'd have to do all the math and everything i i have no idea what it would look like but it's just uh maybe maybe we will maybe we won't you you yeah. you could very well be right i guess my my main thought is uh we just uh, if it's not that it's going to be something it, maybe oh, they maybe they'll I, add a, yeah. an eighth star i don't know <laughs>
0: I I 100% agree with you there. I mean, it's it's just speculation on what it's going to be. But I 100% agree that there's going to be something else that's coming with these galactic challenges that lets you advance your characters. Um, I kind of wish that we had another six months before that happened. (laughs) Just because I'm finally again now at a point where I can change my roster the way i want to and if say in three weeks they introduce relic level 10 um i'm going to have to switch my focus to the new relic levels for certain characters like jedi luke and galactic legends and all that stuff and i want to there are things i want to do on my roster that i just need a little more time to get there
1: Right. Wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I have more more than a little stuff I want to do on my roster. <laughs> right. Frankly. Oh yeah. Um people saying rail harder, yeah.
0: Well, harder. <laughs> uh I, I wish I could wail harder.
1: <laughs> you wailing harder or hardly wailing, am I it's, right? I am not a kraken.
0: Uh, it's you know. Um and Masta, I, I do like your new emotes. Give in to the Sith with the Holocron.
1: Um, oh, my goodness. I'm so mad at myself. I just joined Grand Arena accidentally.
0: Oh, I've done that.
1: I hope I didn't. I think I have all my <laughs> I hope mods your mods are me. applied. <laughs> I hope so. But uh, I was going to remod Supreme Leader Kylo, uh, uh, or my Supreme Leader Kylo counter.
0: Oh. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah, I thought about uh slowing down my Kylo after this last round.
1: That's <laughs> frustrating and yet also really nice to think I don't actually have to do any modding tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is not, I actually ah. I remodded last night. I remodded my um Hoda and Jedi Net Revan <laughs> to get them faster for this exact reason, because I was scared that I would accidentally click join like I did last round. And Nothing bad happened when I clicked join last round because everybody was modded or stuff. I just didn't get to change things around, and so it's like, before this new round starts, let me do this. <laughs> let me do this now. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I feel I feel frustrated because there were a few pretty vital changes I wanted to make, but yeah. Uh, anyways, we can we can move on, I suppose. Well, Foursu now wants to know how you were going to remod your counter. Oh uh, so I didn't have a counter b- before <laughs> okay. it, uh, like i what i i mean i i did with my Luke and everything um the the thing I wanted to do was um so it's the cheese uh method of using chewy and fives and uh it was a general skywalker, so I needed to get fives to uh get guard from chewy is what i needed
0: yeah. Yeah, I did that on my alt account. I still need to do that on my main. I do still plan for primary to be Jedi Knight Luke to be my uh, primary uh, counter, but I want to have a backup option just in case, because it can't hurt to have two. It's you know. Oh
1: yeah, I I really wish I had done that. I I'm that's the thing I'm frustrated about. Yeah, I I think
0: actually, let's see. I didn't have to do it on my alt, actually, because my fives are still R5. <laughs> so there's that as well. Um, but anyway, moving on. Yeah. So Go this ahead. is kind of a speculation um, podcast, I guess, because <laughs> we've talked about it a little, a little bit. bit yeah. But uh When One of my reactions when I saw the Rebel Fighter tag come out was specifically, let's see, we have a a new faction that not a lot of people have geared up, and now we have a new marquee come out for that new faction that's running that new faction. So my first reaction to, well, maybe not first, but after thinking about it, my reaction to Mon Mothma, was we are going to be getting a legendary that requires the rebel fighter faction.
1: I think, I think that that is very possible.
0: Yeah. I, um, and I, I just think it's setting up, setting it up kind of perfectly in three months from now when she's free-to-play farmable, um, unless something else happens this month, we're not gonna have any legendary releases, which means it will be from Jedi Knight Luke on June 18th to it's now been six weeks, you would add another 12 weeks, that would be 18 weeks between legendary releases so a little over four months, I I think something's coming. And I think she's, I think this faction is the one that we should kind of keep an eye on. And if you have extra gear, it probably wouldn't hurt to throw it at them.
1: Yeah. I, am I feel so uncomfortable with this though, because there's just so much, uh, like, I guess I, I just feel like there's, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of characters that we'd have to gear as a just in case for this.
0: It, yes, but then again, look at Jedi Luke requiring what nine? Um, you know, Darth Revan required ten. Um, so I, I think there's precedent. Also, if you look three week or three months from now, you're going to be smack dab what is it? Week three of the new Mandalorian season, and with legendaries you usually get the opposite of the faction that you're using to get them so you know you used first order to get bb-8 or um jedi to get palp and this is pure speculation i mean just spitballing type thing what if you use rebel fighters to get moff gideon
1: (laughs) right Uh, and uh, i mean my thought was uh like, the rebel fighters, who's the perfect rebel fighter? The the guy they've built up in all the different uh, lores. Like, the he's, he's in movies, he's in books, he's in uh, shows, is Saw Gerrera. I mean, I think Saw Gerrera yeah. could easily be, uh, could fit the mold here as well.
0: He could. And,
1: he, I mean,
0: yeah. I'm actually surprised Saw Gerrera isn't in the game yet. Um, because we've now seen him throughout multiple media sources, you know, he was um obviously in Rogue One. He made appearances on Rebels. He made appearances in some of the books that were released in <laughs> <You're>, between hand.
1: <laughs> you're making my exact point I just made. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's he's been he's he's like he's pervasive within the canon, frankly. Right. Like he's he's all over the place. And yeah, yeah. it's it's surprising that he's not in the game already as you say like and he and mon mothma are actually kind of like they're like frenemies you know like they have the same goals but saw wants to be a little more brutal about it like he's more okay with civilian deaths and etc um and uh you know so that they're not like working together exactly but like if if he has something to say usually she'll listen until the very end when they've. You know, obviously had a, sh- a schism, and yeah. they need Jin to kind of form help them form that bridge. But like, I don't know. I don't. Is he important enough to be a galactic legend? Uh, like, is-, is Thrawn though really? Like, I mean, every no one really complained about Thrawn because he's such a cool character, and Saw is kind of a dick. But <laughs> um, like, w- we could see that. I- I, you know,
0: I yeah, I-, I don't know if he is or isn't um but i i think he's going to come to the game it's just a question of when
1: i was in jedi fallen order I actually didn't know that
0: galactic legend palp Vader. <laughs> i i honestly don't think we see another galactic legend i think 18 months from their release is the earliest we see another galactic legend
1: yeah, I another another release of Galactic Legends even three months from now would just break this game in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I, there will be more. Don't get me wrong, hundred percent. There will be more, but yeah. not, not probably not this year in my opinion. No, no, I, I
0: don't think so. I I think if you do it faster than a year and a half it's going to be a problem with the fan base. Maybe not, you know, the whales that got both Galactic Legends within however fast you could farm tickets as soon as the release came out, you know. I think that's not going to be a problem. I think if you're releasing two new Galactic Legends before regular people have one Galactic Legend, (laughs) and when I say regular people, I mean... You know those people in Division Three, Division Two that are still building up. General Skywalker and Jedi. Now they have to use their GET One on Malik, General Skywalker, Luke characters, etc., etc. Uh, I think it's just too soon. Uh, but I do think, I do think we get Galactic Legends, new ones at some point in the future.
1: Yeah, I, I think so. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what, what form that takes, but I, I agree. I think, I think we will. Uh, yeah, it, it's going to be, uh, I think, I think right now, the thing I'm focusing most on is just thinking of what, uh, what manner of character advancement, account advancement we're going to be seeing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I that's, do. That's kind of the next I agree with you. And if I was smart, I would start saving up the uh, farmable relic materials, you know, that you're farming in Cantina. And actually, I probably will start doing that soon. Um, that way, if we do get new relic levels, I can just apply, you know, three of them quickly or whatever it's going to be. But just so I have, like, Three hundred of each. Uh, I don't even remember what they're called. You know, Cantina X, Y, and Z farms. Um, just so that if they do add new relic levels, I'm not stuck farming them. You know, oh, <laughs> yeah. the signal data. That's that's the name I was looking for. The three the three forms of signal data.
1: So um, Forsu made a good point just now in chat. Uh, he said he prefers hoarding to uh, to speculative gearing. And I think that makes a ton of sense, actually. like,
0: uh, So it it does absolutely make a ton of sense. And the way I got <laughs> Malak and Jedi Knight Revan was basically, and Darth Revan was from hoarding, 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 Um, because that was before I was actually spending money on the game. But you're going to need to gear up somebody for this Mon Mothma team, unless you just don't plan on using her, which if you don't plan on using her, that's then hoarding is perfectly fine. But I, I want to use her at some point, so I'll probably end up gearing people for her anyway.
1: Yeah, uh, well, I think I'm just going to, I'll be hoarding as much as I can. I, I will also just be, I will be like gearing characters that I want to be gearing as well. Like I I can't stand just sitting and hoarding. Right. I, I just... I, yeah, I,
0: that, I can't either. That's why I am going to start gearing a team for Mon Mothma so that in three months when she's free to play, available and i have her seven star i already have a team around her um and i have time Absolutely. to figure out who I think that team it's, is. Uh, there,
1: there's a line that i crossed for i know that i so i had a i had a buddy on my shard who uh hadn't applied gear for on, on anyone like because he could still take top place uh he hadn't applied gear on anyone for like six months and to me like half of the allure of this game, half of the, I mean, really like part of the addiction part of, of this game was uh, really just based off of gearing, like trying to get my characters as strong as possible. I yeah. i think if I couldn't put gear on a character for six months on anyone for six months, I would end up quitting is my guess. I would get bored and I'd quit.
0: Oh yeah. If if my roster stayed stagnant for that long, I I would go crazy. In fact, Right now, I have nothing to farm, shouldn't say nothing, I, I can always farm something, but I have no gear pieces to apply with fleet currency or relic materials, and it's driving me nuts, uh, because all the characters I'm working on right now are like man- getting Mandalorian to gear 11, getting grief to gear 11, getting Cara Dune to a- gear 11, and so I'm not using any fleet currency for that. Um, or relic materials. And so I'm literally just relicking people. Um, I, I'm literally just relicking random people that don't affect my matchmaking just so that I'm doing something on my roster.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't stand doing that. That's just uh that's not how I'm built. So, uh, yes, I think gearing is good. Like when, uh, or I think hoarding is good to some degree. I, I had uh, over, I had like 450 Carbanti saved up yeah. uh, when for when the Jedi Luke event came around. And that that was hugely helpful. That I fed every single piece of Carbanti <laughs> to Rollo. <To> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> every single one.
0: Yeah. Um, Who is not
1: a rebel fighter, by the way, which is... Right. B.S.
0: Yeah, but, I. Uh, I mean, I don't care about that. I I've never cared about tags. Like all the people, no. I mean the The biggest one that I complain about still is every other day, in for the past two weeks has been Reddit saying why doesn't Fulcrum have uh, a Phoenix tag, and no. it pisses me off every single day because it's like she doesn't need one she wasn't a part of the phoenix squad she was
1: kind of like you know I think, this
0: auxiliary i person. think
1: technically she was part of phoenix for a she while she
0: was she was part of phoenix squadron like the the entire squadron but not yeah. necessarily the phoenix crew if that makes sense
1: yeah so i guess the the thing is uh, you, like i think you and i are in agreement like she, the lore says one thing and the game balance says a different, like, like Ray, right. the movies, 100% say she is a Jedi. Like yeah. the, the yeah. galactic Rey version we got absolutely 100%. I mean, all of the Jedi endorsed her in that movie. Whether you thought that scene was cool or not is another yeah. question. But the fact is like objectively, she is a Jedi in the lore and that's the character we got. And they said that she can't be a Jedi because she would be broke AF with a uh, Jedi Revan. And I'm like, okay, I accept that. Like right. she is fine as she is. Well, she, she probably needs a boost or something, some mitigating thing to make, to bring her on the level of Kylo. But like yeah. uh, the tag, you, you and I are in alignment there. Like I, right. I still, I, I still, it's part of me. I'm like, why why is Lando a rebel fighter? <laughs> like he, yeah. he, he is the misfit on that entire squad. Like every other one, I'm like, oh sure, yeah, yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. And
1: I imagine a Rebel even hardly.
0: Rolo I imagine Rolo. It has to be because of her ability that does ten <laughs> different hits. It has to be something it has to be something with that. Like, that's all I could imagine. But at the same time, she doesn't have the tag. And so, I'll move on from it. Um, now, for Sue, I, can, I 100% agree with you that it would be nice to have a place to use somebody like Fulcrum and Vesus. I, I feel like we're in an episode of Mean Girls, though, with, um, with Reddit and the Phoenix tag of stop trying to make Fetch happen. Like, stop trying to make Phoenix happen. <laughs> it was turned down when she first came out. Like, we don't need to post about it every other day. That's, you know, um, yeah. But I would love to use Fulcrum. Ahsoka is one of my favorite Star Wars characters ever. So I wish, I wish I could use her. And I know people have gotten her to R7 and have easily found places for her at R7. Um, I don't have the materials to get anyone to R7 though. So I can't, I can't do that myself.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. I mean. So if you know, guys, if there's enough, uh, if there's mo- enough momentum that you guys can create, uh, like I think our next challenge. You know, we we did a Stormtrooper Han challenge where we we both geared Stormtrooper Han up to relic seven. My guess is that our next challenge could be uh, getting Fulcrum Ahsoka up to relic seven. Um, but uh, right now, I, I think. Well, we can't, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not that
0: reasonable. No, we can I mean, I'm in a better place to do that than than, than you I are am. at, the, at yeah. the moment. So, yeah, yeah right. Let's start this challenge and make a bet who gets there first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, don't don't make me wail out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and call. I fight that Galactic Legendary team uh, under the Jedi Knight Revan lead, basically. Not every day, but I fight it all the time with my ult, and once you figure out how to beat it, you'll find that the regular galactic legendary team is a hundred times better. Um, the Revan lead provides a lot, but it, it, it's it's not the same as having damage immunity at, when you drop below fifty percent.
1: yeah, uh, oh. Force who says we could make Hoth Rebel Scout our our next challenge. <laughs> and, and honestly, he's the one I am most excited about uh, out of all of... Uh, like, I guess Pow is kind of interesting and all of that. Uh, yeah. I, I do think that Hoth Rebel Scout it provides a lot of interest, for me at least.
0: Words we never thought we would say in 2018.
1: <laughs> well, I really want to get Hoth Rebel Scout geared. Well, <laughs> oh, oh, and you... You actually got POW up to you did the checks mix thing and uh you got POW up to uh gear twelve. Mine is still stuck at uh thirteen. Or sorry at thirteen at at gear nine. So I, I still have some <laughs> ways ways to go. Yeah. POW. Both
0: both of my counts actually have have five rebel fighters at gear twelve right now. They might not be the right rebel fighters. Actually, My alt, I think, has eight Rebel Fighters at gear 12, between POW and the Rogue One team and uh, people. So I am not in bad shape. Again, they're not the right ones because I don't have Hoth Rebel Scout. I don't have Biston. But I I have at least Rebel Fighters uh, sitting there.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of my Rebel Fighters are actually gear 12. A few of them are anyways. And they're all yeah. seven stars, at least. Oh. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. It, all right. It's going to be interesting. It
0: will be. And we'll find out. I mean, the we nice might. thing about Mon Mothma is we're in 3v3s right now, so it probably doesn't matter that much.
1: <laughs> I did think it was kind of interesting. They they dropped Mon Mothma. Like she's she's just not really uh she's not really a uh i don't know character that's going to be amazing in 3v3 frankly right
0: yeah so i say i'm not gonna rush her but i already have both zetas on her um (laughs) yeah you know (laughs) as you will but because I, uh, why not? It's not affecting my matchmaking GB because she's only gear eight right now. I do plan on gearing her up. Um, I can't see her being released and not being used for something. So I have the Zetas now. Might as well apply them rather than if tomorrow somebody's announced that's going to require six Zetas and I have to start saving up. They would uh, her Zetas would never get applied. So might as well apply them. Now,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it'll be. I think that's fine,
0: yeah. And see, suits with me. His is gear eight and double Zeta's as, as well.
1: <laughs> gear eight and double Zeta's. I know. I, I have now I have what uh, mundi Mundi at gear eight with a Zeta. I guess my uh, I guess my Chupio character is uh, is still gear. He's gear ten now with a Zeta, but yeah, I'm I'm more I'm increasingly okay with uh with putting putting Zetas on low gear characters. It's okay.
0: Yeah, I um, yeah, in terms of gear eleven and below Zetas, I now have double Zeta grief, double Zeta Mandalorian, single Zeta Chupio, and double Zeta uh, Mon Mothma, and I can't even. You can't even gear them above G eleven. Wow. Yeah. Though grief and Mandalorian will they'll hit seven stars soon with the farm.
1: Um. So yeah, uh, I I guess that'll be hopefully. Uh, are, are you farming them finally?
0: Those two. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. Not on my alt, but on my main account, I am.
1: Right on. Uh, I guess we can talk about that later too. But uh, yeah. so, I guess it seems like there was something, some other speculation thing we were going to talk about. Oh yeah, I was. I've been thinking. I wonder if we're going to get. This is kind of out of the blue. I keep wondering <laughs> if we're going to get like what whatever the next big thing in the game is. Um, I keep wondering if we're going to get the, like the hut gangsters uh, tag for scoundrels at some point. It just seems kind Uh, of fun. Yeah, I would love, I mean, I like scound,
0: I, I like most of the scoundrels in the game in general. So if you added a few more scoundrels and had them gangsters, I would just enjoy that. Not even, doesn't even matter what their kits are. I think I would just have fun with that tag.
1: Yeah, I think so. Seems fun to me. Um. Anyways, we can. I forget why I thought of that the other day or today. <laughs> actually, I, I'm just trying to think. I, I'm looking at our notes. Yeah, I I have no idea. We'll see. <laughs> I guess the I guess my big thing is we're, we're. They're they're milking this uh, this episode five for all it's worth like for months <laughs> and months now yeah and it, it just seems like maybe we'll get we'll get that but uh, that's that's way far out there we probably won't like I, I just feel like if we get one day we'll get Jabba and we'll have a a gangster tag that's what I think but yeah. it's neither here nor there we should probably move on to talking about how our weeks went.
0: Yeah, probably. So, um, you know, coming into this grand arena, I had a 10 win streak after going 11 and one last round with my loss being early on in the first week. Um, And then I got matched up against the same exact player that I fought in the final match of last season Um, he couldn't full clear me. So we went into, you know, this fight and part of the problem is it's three V three and you have to adjust to a new roster. Um, and this guy was already kind of prepared for how I set defenses in general based on fighting me the previous round. And so (laughs) he went really heavy offense. He attacked first, he set a base score. And then um, I, I I had to take chances to try and beat him, and one of those chances was a nest solo on Geo's, and the timing the timing just did not work out for me. So I lost my first round or my first match. I was quite furious. Um, and then we did the live stream on Friday night. Those attacks. Went well. I, I won that round easily. And then this past round was just painful because my Kylo was too fast for his Ray. So his Ray enters her ultimate. I re- entered my ultimate afterwards and I came out of my ultimate before his character came out of her ultimate and she just one shot me uh, when she came out of her ultimate. So <laughs> I thought, I honestly thought I was going to lose because. I had to throw my Jedi Knight Luke at that team. It did nothing with Thrawn. Then I threw, she was low enough health that I was able to throw my CLS trio and get through her. But by then I had used three of my meta teams uh, (laughs) on one team. And so I kind of struggled the rest of the way. And then I needed him to lose four times. To get the win, and he actually ended up losing six times to me. So I was able to finish two and one. It's not my proudest moment. It was not my proudest round or match, any match this week. But sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. So I finished at two and one when I very easily could have been one and two. Uh, so I, I guess I can't can't complain too much. That was my week. How did uh, how's your week on your main account go?
1: Um, so my main account, I, I did, I did okay. I, uh, I, I found myself pretty frustrated. Uh, so, so all three, all three days, um, uh, like I, or all, all three matches, I, I was paired up against someone with a double galactic legends. Uh, and uh, so I, I was saying this in my, in my last, in my most recent, uh, my most recent stream like I'm not really complaining about this like I know it can sound <laughs> like whining and it can it, it is frustrating at times uh so I I have I have one galactic legend my opponents have two in 3v3 that especially feels like a mismatch uh because they can just like use their supreme leader Kylo to just kill uh, like to solo my like best squad which is Darth Revan like it it feels kind of frustrating to me, but, uh, at the same time, like I, I've been able to win. So, uh, it, the, the thing is, it, it's just crazy to me how much I, it, it's like singular, uh, to me, how, how crazy, uh, my RNG to pick up all of these galactic legends has uh double galactic legends has been because frankly, like I, uh, I've talked to other opponents of mine and like, most of them are like, oh yeah, like in, in the space of the last 15 matches, they're like, yeah, I've, I've gotten like two people who have Double Galactic Legends. Like, I forget what the Abattoir was saying, but he said he has way, way lower matches, uh, Double Galactic Legend matches than I do. And like, it, it's unprecedented. In the last 15 matches, I've had 11 Double Galactic Legends. And the people I'm getting paired up with, the people who, you know, who are in these same groups, are just not getting paired with that that many. So, like to me, it's it's worth it's worth just uh, it's worth just looking at uh, like it, it's worth marveling at. The it's crazy and frankly, like I've been winning, so I'm I'm happy enough with it. Like it provides a really great challenge, frankly. But I know some people take it as whining, and I understand that too. Anyways, this week I had. I got paired against three people with double Galactic Legends. The first one, um, he couldn't full clear me, even though, oh, well, he kept, I think he kept both, did he keep both Galactic? Oh, no, he kept Rey on offense for some reason. Put Supreme Leader Kylo down. I, I ended up beating him. I had a two-shot him, but I got I got through it. Uh, and then round two turned into an efficiency match. So it was against a guy with uh really high... Uh, lifetime banners he had double galactic legends as well he put ray on defense kept supreme leader kylo who was one-shotting me and it was kind of fun he actually attacked at the same time i did just like randomly uh so we were able to kind of go blow for blow and uh he, he eventually failed once against my shock t squad and i ended up getting a uh full clear with zero fails and won by by less than 20. So I needed him to fail, but uh, that felt good because I I had executed him. He had an extra meta team and I still out executed him. And then in the third one, uh, I I, honestly, there were a few fights that I just played poorly. That's all there is to it. And I ended up losing by less than 20 banners. I think the thing that was the most frustrating though was the guy told me yeah so we were messaging and he's like great match man i'm not going to be able to clear your padme so congratulations (laughs) like good good job like you you win and i was like yes i win and uh, you know like you're rating riding that wave of euphoria of like i beat three double galactic legend opponents this is awesome and then he went in and beat my padme in one shot and i lost so like the the emotions of like the the emotional high and then the emotional tanking I was just like so so profoundly annoyed like it's happened to me before and it'll happen again and that's just how life is uh but oh man if you guys if you think you have a shot at winning don't tell your opponent that they've won. <laughs> Just don't, right. don't do do. I don't even think he was trying to be a dick. I really think he was. And then he's like, whoa, that was cool. Like I used Django lead with Boba and Thrawn to beat your Padme squad. I was like, Oh, that, like that's kind of a cool counter. He's like, I didn't think it'd work though. Ha, ha, ha. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, ha, ha, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I
0: see that's, that's the problem. Even when I think, I'm done. Sometimes if I haven't cleared, like last night, I I really hate doing Suicide Ray. It, it's just, it's not that even it's painful. It's just, it's just boring. Like literally just boring to do a Suicide Ray strategy. Um, and so last night I had my alt account and you were home and you were ready to start streaming. I had already won because my guy wasn't going to clear my Ray. So, I was like, I'm just done playing for tonight. And then you started. So, I stopped streaming my alt and I was like, I I don't need to finish this. Until you started playing, and I was like, yeah, you know, while I'm just sitting here, I'm off stream. Let me just throw some teams at it. And so, I ended up clearing and I ended up full clearing the board. Um, Instead of winning by, you know, 25, which I would have, I won by like 425 or whatever it was. But anybody that watched my stream would have thought that I was a liar because it's like, I'm not doing this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And I was like, ah, well, I'm sitting here. Why don't I throw some things at it? Now, granted, yeah. that's not the same as me telling somebody you won and then beating them, but it's, you know, just don't say something. Cause you're probably going to try.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, like there was no situation. Like he had thrown, like he was going to try to beat right. Him like but but the way he, the language he used he's like oh yeah great great match man you you did so good clearing me your defense was amazing uh, like yeah, i'm not going to be able to clear your padme so like yeah. good job
0: or at least say i don't think i can but i'm gonna try <laughs> you know yeah, like it, say, i feel like if, if he said that to you and he's like you would at least know oh he's still gonna try there's still a chance i lose as opposed to just uh i can't beat you and then i did <laughs>
1: Right. I, I think that that's just, that's just the thing. Like he, he got my hopes up. I was feel I was riding the wave of like the the feelings <laughs> of like victory and yeah. and then it it was just gone. And, and I knew the whole time leading up to it, I'm like, I'm not playing that well. If he has a thing that can clear my may, I'll just like lose. Yeah. And so I, all the way up till then, it, like it was just his words that just like, anyways, I, I don't mean to rag on him. I just guys that uh, I, it just, it sucked. And I would advise people that if you want to not be a dick, then you go the direction I'm saying, like, (laughs) don't, don't use language that's going to make people get the people's hopes up. So uh, anyways, so I went two and one. Uh, Solo, you said that you were on an 11 win streak. Uh, I was on a 14, no, I was on a 13. 13 win streak. Yeah, I'd won 13 in a row. That would have been 14. So we both had our wing streaks snapped by 3v3.
0: Yep. Which, yep.
1: Is, which is typical of 3v3. How dare it.
0: I know. It's, you know, the, the truth is about 3v3 is it's a lot harder to one shot full clear of the board. Just because sometimes there's just random teams throw down where even if you know the kits well, like some interaction happens and it's just so easy to catch you off guard. (laughs) Or different characters or more more powerful in 3v3 and like General Skywalker, he's still great for a solo, but if you want to use him to counter any of the meta teams that he easily counters in 5v5, he can't. (laughs) Like, a Darth Revan team, I mean, in theory, he can still win. I know you can use Rex and Ark, but it's not a pretty win. It's not a guaranteed win. Same thing with Padme. Like, I, in 5v5, I've never lost to Padme with General Skywalker. I would probably be very hesitant to try and bring Skywalker into a Padme team, depending on the lineup uh, in 3v3.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's... uh here's an interesting thought I, I had. Uh so so I feel like once you enter the realm of Double Galactic Legends and everything, like the the difficulty level starts uh expanding quite a bit in 3v3, uh and just like the realm of RNG, uh it just expands a little bit. And uh the the thing that's the thing that is interesting. So, you know, we're, we're part of the GA center and they're, they're keeping track of our lifetime score. They're t- keeping track of all this stuff like three uh, V three, you get a ton more banners uh, yeah. for, for doing well than on any other mode. And if three V three continues to be uh, prevalent, if we have it every other month or whatever, uh, which I don't condone for the record, <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, it's it's going to be a little frustrating uh, on some levels, just because, uh, like, I don't know how to say this, like, I, I don't want, I don't, I don't even know. Like, I think my loss ret- rate will end up being bigger in 3v3, and I'm probably just not as good at 3v3 anyways, but I'll say this, my alt has never dominated so hard as in 3v3. <laughs> And I think that at certain GP levels, three v three is certainly favored, and it's going to be. It might be frustrating to have my lifetime banners end up going down proportionately to the other accounts who who are earning the same amount of rewards because they're in Division One, but they're not facing Galactic Legends. So, yeah. Anyways, we'll see. That might just sound, that might just be sour grapes. It might sound like sour grapes, and it might frankly be that. But
0: I I do think though that. Galactic legends in 3v3 present a completely different, uh, gameplay, essentially. I mean, the fact that the solution to Ray is either Supreme leader Kylo or you have to lose 20 times to beat her is it's frankly absurd. Um, I think because the game isn't balanced for 3v3, you stick these meta characters into 3v3, and they just become so much more meta. And it it honestly doesn't make it fun. Like like I was saying on my alt account, like I was easily winning this, but I had to sit there. I can't pull up because we're in the new Grand Arena. I, I think I ended up having to throw in... Uh, was it 12 or 13 waves of just useless tunes to get Ray down to where she needed to be. And then I cleared, I cleared it easy once I did that. But it's like, how is it fun to have, have to send in 13 burners? Like it's just emotionally exhausting.
1: It is. I, so I like. I think I love You know, I've, I've been a huge proponent of 3v3. That's been one of our, uh, arguing argument points honestly. You have been. Um you know I, I like I do like 3v3 on a lot of levels. Galactic legends, I, I'm just going to say I, I think Galactic Legends makes it extremely frustrating. Like there are still yeah. elements of fun, but it's it's just not it's not as fun. Like it just worrying about Galactic Legends and like you said, like having to Having to go through and uh, like do all of the, the stupid uh, <laughs> throw in burner teams all yeah. the time. Like I like I like the aspect of being able to send in burner teams every once in a while. Like I like the idea of like that as a strategy. Sure.
0: Yeah. I I mean like when do a face a faster Darth Reckon or something. Doing it once, though, is much different right. than doing it like 12
1: times. Yeah, having it like that, that's clearly not what CG intended when they made it. Like, I, I just wonder what they did intend because, frankly, like, I, I've had to, t- some people are like, hey guys, so how do I, how do I beat this galactic legend? I, I don't have like, I don't have a galactic legend of my own. And it, like, it, you know, like, I didn't. Necessarily prepare that well, like so. Yeah. There's been some people I've had to just say, like, I think you're just screwed. Like, there's not not really a way to do it. Or people people will take videos and say, like, see, like your method doesn't work. Like trying to yeah. trying to bring them down, and I'm like, well, I mean, maybe your modding wasn't as good or whatever. But the fact is, there is some RNG to it, and like it's it, whatever. Even if that was CG's intent. It's not fun. Like Galactic Legends in 3v3 are not fun.
0: No, they're not. I, I honestly. Let's see. We haven't had a truly balanced 3v3 in months, or months, since before Malik. Because if you remember the first 3v3s, it was literally by week number four. Um, people had started to figure out uh, a counter to Malik, but the first three weeks was literally stick Malik in the one zone and watch your opponent not be able to clear it while at the same time you can't clear their zone because they stuck their Malik down.
1: Yeah. And see it. I feel like that was, that was more solvable, frankly. Like, yes, that that was frustrating as well, but like eventually, I did. I did discover, the, like the the burner team strategy, and, yeah. and I used it in the last match. Like the final match I had, I was like, "I'm gonna do this," and it worked. And then, and then we didn't have three v three for a really long time. <laughs> but but you're right. Like with three v three, the the game isn't balanced for three v three. Like that. That's that's why Double Galactic Legends can be so frustrating. Like I. I've said to a few people and i i'm just not going to say it on this podcast because i'm afraid someone is going to listen and then put it up, up against me there's there's a combination of of uh galactic legends that i don't think that with my one galactic legend even on off even with that galactic legend on offense i think i can't counter it at least not consistently yeah like it, it's just if someone stumbles on the right combo i might just be screwed so I don't, I don't know. I don't want to turn this into a big, uh, like, cry fest about 3v3. I know a lot of people really enjoy it. And I do. I, If you take Galactic Legends out of 3v3, I think it would be a really great, uh, just, distraction one. Like, a novelty game mode. Like, oh, we got to play 3v3 again. It's been six months. This will be fun. Like, how do I do it again? <laughs> yeah. Uh, You know, or or even like every like four months I would maybe maybe be okay with it, but like doing it so consistently and right after they release characters who are worth like two or three meta characters in and of themselves, like anyways, we can, we can move (laughs) on. I feel frustrated by it, obviously. And after, after all the nice things I said about 3v3 previously,
0: (laughs) I take it all back. Um... While we're talking, let me thank Dhaka and Stai for the follows. We appreciate it, guys. Um, with that said, why don't we move into the podcast questions? Sure. Uh, so the first podcast question, do you guys think we'll be getting a dedicated tanks for the First Order and Resistance fleets, like the recent Rebel and Empire tanks that we got?
1: Um... <laughs> maybe the, <laughs> so there's there's the uh obviously you could get a tank for the the resistance like they have the they have an entire song don't they like it's called like some i don't i don't know oh, what the man. what the soundtrack title is but like they have the whole you know the bombers go in and get demolished in episode eight like that was back when i still had hope for that movie um <laughs> you know, like at the very start and Ray's sister was kind of hot and you know, like it, like there, there there's a whole scene. And so we could have, we could have those bobbers, I guess, like, I don't know how they would do it, but I also don't know like how they justify. They're like, look, they take hits. They're, they're like super (laughs) tanky. And then they just like, don't take hits. They just like all get demolished instantly. (laughs) Um, uh, but you know, we've, we've talked about that already in this, uh, in this podcast. So like we could, I, I think maybe eventually we will. I, I think, I think we will. We, we need it. Frankly, the, those te- those teams are, those fleets aren't complete right now. They, they need to borrow too much from other fleets. Like the Holdo fleet has a total of four, including the capital ship. That's that obviously doesn't make a full fleet. So yeah, I think we'll eventually get it. Will we get it soon? Uh who knows galactic challenges is going to release a ton of just random crap and maybe maybe we'll get a galactic challenges store and it'll be as robust as the like galactic war store and we'll all just be farming like crazy and that will be the ocean of new characters that the developers referenced at the start of the year
0: yeah i, I mean i think I think we're guaranteed is a strong word, but I think we're basically guaranteed to get more first order and resistance ships. Um, they really are trying to push fleets from everything that they're verbally saying. Um, they really, they really want to push fleets. They've also on multiple, multiple occasions said they want to get rid of Houndstooth as being the tank for every fleet. Um, so I imagine that we're we're going to get new tanks. I couldn't tell you what the ships are, um, but I, I'd imagine that we do get something. Like you said, who knows when they're coming? It wouldn't surprise me if we got them before they announce another, uh, you know, a, another fleet being added to Grand Arena.
1: Yeah, I I don't know about the timing yeah i I just don't know what i don't know what about the timing of it but yeah i i think we will eventually um and and that's a good point solo like they are pushing ships a lot. you and I have talked about you know you think that we will never have another uh grand arena without ships. I think that we might, but so far that's that's been true and i i do think that regardless, like right now we've had a ton of grand arenas without or with ships, uh since our last Grand Arena without. I think that the greater preponderance by far of Grand Arena will have ships.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's been what since January?
1: Was that the last time we it, it might be. I, I'd have to look. I but I
0: I think it was January. Um
1: it's been a while. So Yeah. I guess I, yeah, I have I have a PDF here somewhere.
0: Oh, look um, at this! Fort Mort, raiding with a party of eighteen. Welcome, whoa. welcome Mort. Thank you for uh, joining us.
1: Welcome, yeah, awesome guys. Thank you. Um.
0: Yeah, I, I think it was January-ish that the last time we had. Uh, the last time we had uh, a grand arena without ships.
1: Um Yeah, let's take just a minute to say thanks to Mort, because I, I think they were all on ad breaks is what I think. Oh yeah, we they were probably were. so <laughs> so sub guys. Thank you, yes. Mort, for the the huge raid. Appreciate it, man.
0: What is a grand um, arena without ships? That's Something we'll never see again, hopefully. Uh, grand actually, Arena no, Without like Ships
1: it. is actually grand.
0: Except, except for Grand Arena Without Ships is hard kyber, and it makes me try a lot harder.
1: <laughs> That's true. I know, it's exclusive kyber, which the yeah. elitist part of me is like, exclusive kyber is the best kyber. Yeah,
0: I, I think <laughs> I, I think the last Grand Arena Without Ships, I went 10-2 and, and didn't make kyber. And I swore like a trucker um, for quite some time afterwards. Uh, But anyway, as we're saying, thank you. Thank you to regional manager Vader. Thank you, Grande. Thank you, Wardy. And thank you, Star Wars Lover, uh, for the follows. It is much appreciated. Wow, uh, thanks, guys. Very much so. Um, All right, with that is the next question. So this is... Uh, it kind of spawned off of, if you watch Grand Arena Center and then a couple of the guys on Grand Arena Center, uh, specifically on the Wednesday crew, they came up with a fantasy game for Grand Arena that it doesn't directly tie into Grand Arena Center, but the, the idea is the same where you, you pick a bunch of content creators and um, you kind of give them fantasy stats. So, if there was a fantasy grand arena draft, who would be your number one pick and who would you think is overrated? I.e., drafted too early, and who is your sleeper? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man, that's hard. Um, that, uh, that That's think, a good one. I think. Well, I, it's such a tricky thing, too, because it's like, so in, in the lower divisions. Like, if you pick someone from the lower divisions, they get fewer banners for things. So, like, does that equate to do, do your banner levels actually equate to your overall success, or uh, you know, to to your points? Because yeah. I I might I might actually my strategy might be to pick someone who's in a lower division. Frankly,
0: that yeah. So I I spent a lot of time thinking about this one. Um, <laughs> because I, I used to love and I still do love like fantasy football and fantasy baseball and so the the way I played it was rather than just like a pure how many banners they got it was you know you get you have 10 categories and it, this is mainly for fantasy baseball and you get 10 categories and if you win in each category you get like a point and so you can go five and four essentially and then you win the week so I, I think it would be like defense holds, wins, zones cleared, you know. I would like to do it with like those types of stats rather than just like the table format. So who would be my number one pick? I'm not going to say who you think is overrated because I I don't like to talk bad about other content creators and I I think that's not fair. Um, But who would be my number one pick?
1: I I have several people I think are overrated that are content creators, but as you say, it's not good business to talk about yeah. other ones because, because frankly I would feel really frustrated if someone said that about me, which I, actually I'm pretty sure people do say that about <laughs> me sometimes. So Right. Right. Anybody that watched my last stream would say that
0: about me. So <laughs> I'm going to keep that one off the table. Um, I, I think I would go with you though. I think I would go with somebody in the lower divisions. Uh
1: Oh, for a sec, you got my hopes up, Solo. I thought you were gonna say you'd you draft me first, but, <laughs> but thanks. I, um, I mean, <laughs>
0: the... <laughs> I'll fine. I'll pick you, Zareth, first. I mean, let's be honest; that that wouldn't be a bad number one pick.
1: Um, I appreciate that, brother. I, I wasn't, I wasn't actually yeah, searching for a compliment you're there. You're fishing.
0: Uh, but I also, <laughs> I also think all would be high on my list because if you're doing it in a strategy that like you get credit or you get points for defense holds and wins and etc. Endall comes up with so many crazy <laughs> so many crazy combinations that just frustrate his opponent. I-, I think Endall would be a fantastic fantasy pick as well.
1: Endall would. I think Kleso would be great. Uh, like he doesn't he doesn't win like at, at like I don't mean to be insulting at all. Like he gets Kyber every time. I, I always give him, uh, like there's been a couple, I think just like one time he hasn't made Kyber for a really long time. Um, and I, I like to, I like to give him crap and say like, well, I'll, I'll say this about, about old Kleso. Like he does have something he, I don't have. He has the erodium title. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and because uh, because i've made kyber every time and i know that's that's like the most ragged elitist <laughs> thing ever but uh, the the fact is like i can actually razz him about that because he makes kyber every other time and that was just an anomaly um yeah so well uh, like I, I i would i would he, he plays really strong he, get, he gets full clears i i would i think that kleso it, it would be a great candidate you would too, Solo, honestly, is like Thank you had you, such sir. a dominant season last time. Like there's yeah. there's a lot of good good candidates.
0: Yeah. I uh, Kleso would be good. My, the funny part about Kleso with Grand Arena Center and them tracking it, if we were going just on pure banners and not win loss, Kleso would have been in first after last season. Even though uh well Fruit Ninja Mike Was twelve and zero. You and I were an eleven and one, and I think he finished ten and two, or did he finish nine? I think he finished ten and two, but he had more banners than everyone else.
1: (laughs) Which Uh, uh, which season was was that?
0: that, that, last season, because I watched the the ga center wrap-up show
1: and you you and i finished at 11 and 1 and actually i think i still ended up having a few more but not not by much
0: you had more Uh, banners than me yeah uh but kleso had more banners than both of us even though he had an extra loss (laughs)
1: uh, so so yeah he he did he did have a high high amount yeah Uh, what actually i think he went ended up going nine and three didn't he
0: uh, I, I think it was nine and three. Yeah. But yeah,
1: he like he gets he gets high banners and his defense is really strong. He also gets paired against some crazy people. So true. Um, Someone asked yeah. if Mystery Abattoir counts as a YouTuber.
0: <laughs> oh. He's been
1: on YouTube enough. I know I've i fought him three times, so <laughs> technically has three <laughs> YouTube videos.
0: <laughs> it's it's true, and he's been on the stream every time. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: uh.
0: And D Raven, you said the first thing you draft is a beer. Here you go. It's been going on all night. Um, (sighs) uh, All right. So next question is, I am a 4.2 million GP player and just about free to play. I'm almost done with Kylo. So my question is, one, is it wiser to go for Galactic Legend Ray, which will take six months? Two farm and gear characters up required for Jedi Luke, also going to take about six months, or three just hoard for Ray and save for the next Galactic Legend release.
1: Uh, um. So, I think... I think... It, well, it's so hard. Like, if you genuinely think it's going to be six months, like I said it was going to be six months, and it hasn't hasn't been that long for me uh, to get Rey. I guess I... Uh, if they're equidistant, may- maybe do work on Ray. Um, though, honestly, I what I would do, I would slowly work on either Luke or Ray. It, like, whatever the deficiencies, that, you know, Solo skipped over the part they mentioned that they might not have enough G-E-T-1. Like, I would say, only, spend, like, only shore up your deficiencies first. Like, try to make sure yeah. that you're that you're going to get those things so that you can eventually make a lunge for one of those two characters and i would say work on work on the parts of those characters that actually make sense and eventually like you'll you'll get to the point where you can actually make a move toward those but if you really are 6 months away from both like you're going to spend a full year to get them uh, uh to get both of them by then we probably will have another galactic legend uh, like I, I would say keep your GP low if you can, like your your matchup GP, your relics, your, uh, you know, like keep your relic levels low, just advance characters to gear 13 and then continue to move on and, so that you're not getting paired with double Galactic Legends and your Galactic Legend is actually doing you some good. Because uh, right now it doesn't do me any good to have one Galactic Legend because I get paired with two Galactic Legends all the time like that. You you need to avoid that situation and just just work on these characters, uh, you know, whether it's in the background or not. I think Galactic, are trying to work on your Grand Arena teams, though, like, hard, hard to fault someone who wants to get a couple Relics on, like, a Treas squad. Because that, that squad is money at Relic levels, and at Gear 12, it's not so much. So, at this yeah. point.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, um... Almost done with Kylo. So they're going to have Supreme Leader Kylo. I think I think the answer is that you, you have to – because they're at 4.2 million, which means in six months, I, I have to imagine they're going to jump up into Division I. Um, whether or not that makes it harder or easier, I've heard it kind of both ways depending on, on how you go. I think you should build at least your next thing to do is you have Kylo build a counter to an opposing Kylo. That way if if you face a double galactic legend, and I don't know if they, they probably wouldn't at that point, but who knows you at least have a counter to both. Um, and then probably hoard a little bit until see there, I would hoard until we see what else comes. Um, you know, so gear up a couple of characters, a couple of important characters, and then, then from there, I, I would kind of hoard, like work towards Galactic Legend Ray, but just don't apply all the gear yet because you're gonna want to save your GP. Yeah,
1: I, and that's great advice actually. So I'm glad you said that because. Uh... That, that's actually what I've been telling uh, the, the lower level accounts that like people yeah. ask me because I, I have an alt account at 3.7 now um, and people are like should I be going for galactic legends right now and I'm like well no you don't have the infrastructure for your roster to survive that like putting relic 7 on your scavenger ray it like <laughs> it's kind of a fun novelty for people at our GP level because it doesn't really 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 hurt us um, Like it's not, it's not fun, I guess, but it's kind of interesting. Uh, But I, what you do need, you need to be prepared to be able to take out a galactic lay, galactic lay, (laughs) galactic ray or a Kylo. It's a different
0: stream, (laughs) Sarah. Yeah.
1: yeah, Sorry guys. That's the not safe for work stream. But, (laughs) uh, but yeah, you, you need to be prepared for that. Like that, that is absolutely very important. Right.
0: I, I, yeah. I I tell a lot of people in the lower divisions, you know, make sure that you're prepared for whatever team you're going to face. Because if you're not, if you know you're not going to have a Galactic Legend for six months, that's going to be six months of not being able to counter some other team. If you're not prepared for the other teams that you could face, um, it, you know, it, it's like, Uh, Geos are a bad example. Actually, Geos are a good example. Like you said with Treya, don't hoard gear if you don't have a counter to an R3 uh, Geo team. (laughs) Uh, Because then you're just guaranteed you're losing for no reason. Uh, But if you have counters to the teams, I do think that you hoard... Even if it's not gear, you hoard relics. uh, Because... In Division Two, having an R7 uh, Scavenger Ray to go along with the R7s that you had from the Kylo farm, just it's not going to help you.
1: Right. Well, well yeah. I, I just we we've talked about this a lot lately. I just yeah. you need you need to have a foundation like that. So I've started a new player series. Uh, I'll come out with the the strategy guide soon and the uh, farming guide. Uh, soon-ish they're in progress right now but uh, like the the whole goal here is to it's not to have flashy characters or teams it's not to have like uh it's not to have like uh you know a new fancy way of approaching it you know people are like oh yeah go geos first and stuff and i'll 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 address all of that soon enough Uh, i've kind of avoided the topic a little people are getting vicious on our discord server actually (laughs) like like people who haven't started a new account for years are like somehow extremely emotionally invested in the idea of you have to start with geos and not phoenix damn it all you have to do that or i will kill you kind of thing (laughs) like like some pretty pretty like forceful things people have been saying And, and especially like some of the some of the comments on my youtube channel and like just like direct messages to me it's it's like am I going to, is this how I die? Like (laughs) like creating a new player guide and people don't agree with it, but uh, like my, my whole goal isn't to have any, it's to win in grand arena uh, for free, like free to play, win in grand arena, be be patient and have a good foundation. And galactic legends are great for a certain level of GP that is not like 3 million. Like it, it has to be Uh, you have to be significantly lower or higher than that if you want to actually have a lot of success in Grand Arena, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, I agree. And I know why the Geos are suggested for new accounts. And in theory, it makes sense. Plus Geos are a fun team to play with. Uh, At least for me, they are. I I enjoy playing with Geos on offense, but I don't know if they get you what people expect them to get you. (laughs) Uh, And Frodo, the answer is just discipline. (laughs) It's the definition of this game, (laughs) it's discipline. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. So, Zareth, you and I both have alt accounts. Um,
1: How's your alt do this round? (laughs) Uh, I kind of foreshadowed it a little minute ago, Solo. <laughs> like, I, oh man. Uh, so la- last 3v3 season, my alt got top 10 in division three. And I know uh, like there's all these people who are gonna roll their eyes and say, it's not a big deal. Like there, there are a lot of really high end, really strong players. In Division three, uh, and it's all about competing not against your opponents, but about maxing out against your opponents uh, it, and about com- get maxing out more than, than the guy, other guys on the leaderboard, because uh, there are a lot who can get top 10. And uh, at least 10 can get it. Uh, maybe 11. So, uh, but uh, so I, I demolished people in 3V3 last 3V3 season. Uh, i haven 't lost like i haven 't lost for a long time. I think I just hit the now i don 't want to inflate it I, I think I just hit past the fifty win mark uh, win streak mark in on my alt uh, it 's at least forty though i 'll have to check let me think so I had three seasons for yeah yeah it's it's so i 'm past fifty wins in a row uh, on my alt, and this was just a really messy week for my opponents. They just got demolished really hard <laughs> and, and really like uh, this was almost i'm gonna have to post some of these on youtube because people are asking me like why aren't you posting your your alt account stuff on youtube And i'm like well because frankly like it, it wasn't it wasn't that that hard like they were the first one was an auto deploy and i got a full clear i think it failed once uh the next one i destroyed uh, even though i i had uh I had my internet crash at midstream. I was streaming my, uh, and it wasn't it wasn't my emulator, which has been the focus of concern for me. It was my actual internet just crashed. On my Wi-Fi against Padme. That was their strongest team, and I was using Padme to counter it, and I lost that uh, fight. I still ended up just completely demolishing them, anyways. Uh, they, I don't think they full cleared me. The next guy didn't come close to full clearing me either, and. To be fair though, I had over 100K more lifetime banners than any other person in my bracket (laughs) and sometimes significantly more lifetime banners. So like, whatever, I don't, I don't mean to brag like that. It was just the most unfair week I've ever had with my alt and my alt already feels a tiny bit unfair. (laughs) So, so that uh, just complete if you if you got to see me doing that like that one week if you just saw that as my body of work like you might think I was like this transcendent warrior and then you would and then you'd see me play uh my most recent round on my main and say like what this is the same player because it definitely not transcendent just totally gross mismatches so how did your alt week go solo uh
0: well uh, you know my all had a good week it was i so my all is 6.2 million um but it's on a much different level than my main account at 6.6 million where like, literally less than half the uh g13 on my on my alt account even though it's above 6 million and so i didn't face any double galactic legends thankfully i um i ended up going three and oh i I faced a Kylo in two Rays. Uh, I had the suicide Ray, which is like we talked about earlier, just literally miserable and the least fun thing in this game right now. Um, but I did it and my opponents didn't. So I, I ended up going 3-0 and it was honestly a, a pretty easy week. Um, but yeah, so uh, that that's basically <laughs> all there was for my all. It, it, it wasn't an exciting week at all,
1: yeah uh alts whatever i i'm I like my alt a lot i what I'm really curious about is how my level of investment in my alt as I continue to grow my third account prevail man
0: <laughs> yeah, so. well, you know you're all. You're taking top ten too easy, so might as well just retire and do something more challenging. <laughs>
1: well, that's that's the thing. I, like, so I, I made this big deal of like it's so easy. It it's not so so easy. It it just like some of my matches are just so easy, but uh, getting top ten is not. Like it, it's, yeah. and I, I'm already out of contention for top ten because I forgot to do the undersized fleet thing. Uh, yes. Uh, and after that, I just let myself go because I don't want to, don't want to do ships battles unless I'm going to get top ten on my alt. So,
0: yeah, yeah, makes sense. And hey, Ando, uh, welcome to the stream.
1: Yeah, we're we're probably going to call it quits soonish. Actually, yeah. <laughs> you keep you keep showing up right at the end. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Frodo, well,
0: my alt account's name is Liam Solo. Uh, because I, I had to keep solo in there, uh, somehow. Uh, we're going another two hours.
1: Hey, maybe you are, but it's two thirty in the morning for me. Yeah, we got <laughs> we got to get Ando on this on the podcast sometime. It'd be fun. Yeah, uh, He's a cool guy. Um, all right. No, so, I see. I see. No one's asked me what my alt's name is because <laughs> it's, like, the most obvious alt name in the world. I mean, Zerathalt. Zerathalt. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, all right. So,
0: Zerath, uh, we have a grand arena that you just joined while on the stream. Um, what'd you do to prepare for this week, if anything, other than change your mods, which clearly you didn't?
1: I'm so frustrated, man. I can't believe I did that. I was just, like, absentmindedly clicking... Like, I I just, I think I just like habitually just like compulsively click on Grand Arena because I like it so much. I'm like, oh, this will, this will bring pleasure to my, you know, whatever node of my brain uh, processes that. Uh, yeah, it's dumb that I did that. But uh, what did I do this week? Almost nothing. <laughs> uh, like, so I, I'm trying, I have my, I'm on my last four characters for uh, Ray and None of the gear is particularly close, and so I've just been farming that gear. I've been, I might have a couple extra stars on Mando and Grief, because I've also been farming them concurrently. Um, I'm just waiting for uh, certain revenue streams to come in. Not not my Patreon, actually, but uh, other things from this game to come in so that I can, I think I'm just gonna whale the rest of the way to (laughs) Ray. I think I'm in the range where that is, Acceptable to me, so um, like not that I remod accounts because you're not allowed to log into other people's accounts, but um, if I did, I would be waiting for that revenue stream, for instance. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, uh. it you know, etc. So honestly, that's I, I can't think of a single thing I did other than I got Relic Five on Finn Fin and Nupo. But that was that was like something I did right after our last uh, podcast.
0: Yeah, so that's uh, very very relevant to three v three. Oh,
1: absolutely relevant. I don't I don't think I did a single upgrade on anyone beyond that. I, I, oh, I put I put the omegas on, uh, Hoth Rebel Scout. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: So watch out,
1: everybody. Yeah, look out. My Gear 8 Hoth Rebel Scout has his omegas, guys. (laughs) Uh, Solo, what did you do? Uh, I I applied a lot of Zetas. (laughs)
0: Because Mon Mothma now has both, and Chupio has his. And um, I got Mando to Gear 11. I got Chupio to Gear 11. uh, And then I applied a lot of relics. Because I, I did the math. You know, I counted out that My 80th highest GP character is T3. And then um, I went after T3, looked at everyone that had relics, and said, I'm just going to boost all your relics up. So that was Sunfax, Spy, Soldier. Because all of them only have three abilities and no Zetas. So they all have low GP. So they all went up. I actually got... OG Lando up to R4 just in case I need an AoE and he doesn't affect my matchmaking GP so why not Um, and that's that's, that's it just applied a bunch of random random relics but the Geos I'm actually excited about the relics on the Geos because it's not affecting my matchmaking GP and it's vastly improving that team so it's hard to complain
1: yeah, I mean, I think that that's that's the thing. Um, not the the matchmaking GP is the the focus for me. Like, Grand Arena has so consumed me in this game that that is almost the only consideration that I make now. Like, new character releases absolutely because uh, are also important because they will affect JAC. Like,
0: yeah, yep, yeah yeah and the the thing about whaling <laughs> or having accounts this old is I think I have eighty three g thirteens now, so by definition, there's going to be characters that aren't in my matchmaking g p so i mean it just it it make it doesn't make sense to not get them up higher if it's not going to hurt me in any way, but it's going to make their team stronger.
1: Yeah, there, there's really nothing wrong with with it. I guess the biggest thing is uh, like, dude, I went, it, it was so sad. Honestly, like <laughs> trying, I think people were watching me actually. I was doing a live stream uh, on on when I put my Kylo's, uh, or, or I upgraded Kylo, Kylo oh, yeah. and Poe. And uh, someone, maybe it was for Sue, he was saying like, like, all, all the, like, years worth of gear that's stored up is just going into these relics. Like, it just, they just <laughs> it just vanishes. Oh, it's I, still have an, oh, I still have an okay store of it, but it is severely diminished from what it used to be, and it's not going to last too much longer. And throwing relics on Lando just makes me feel sad because of that. Because eventually yeah. I, I will have to start using... Um, non-stored-up gear as the way to get it, and it's going to be expensive and sad.
0: I mean, that's true. But at the same time, it can help me now. Like Lando in 3v3, I know Lando's not that fantastic, but he can have his uses. If you need a scoundrel team, you pull in the Lando lead that's still giving crit damage and stuff, and he can still be useful. Uh, with with random people. Uh, so like taking out uh Night Sister Cheese team, you can easily use Lando and Rolo, uh, to take out Night Sister Cheese. Depending on who your who your um third is. Like if you throw in Zalbar or something to absorb hmm. all their hits
1: yeah that's a good point yeah like yeah that yeah. that could be a good way to do it i mean i don't see Nice sister cheese anymore i haven't oh not not this gac so far
0: no i i still am um everybody likes to place their acolyte uh, their g12 acolyte g12 plus no gear piece acolyte <laughs> <laughs> mod's optional yeah yeah exactly <laughs> uh except for i I mean you go to our discord server and you still see people like i forgot to bring an aoe with me this gear 11 acolyte just timed me out Uh,
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah that happens (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's funny um anyways solo i I think it's probably about time to call it good we've been going for a while here um yeah and we don't want to wear out our welcome we'll eventually post this on spotify and on itunes of course Uh, and it'll actually be on our gambit uh youtube channel which we're not going to be posting any like new content on our gambit youtube channel but everything that we do on twitch will eventually wind up uh as videos on youtube just for posterity's sake uh so eventually we'll link you guys that. It's kind of a work in progress. I, I actually have all of our lives, our gameplay live streams for the past, I don't know, I, I have eight through 13, so I don't know, five or six of them uh, uploaded already. So uh, yeah, eventually, eventually we will share that with you guys, but uh, as it stands, this will be posted on Spotify and iTunes, as I said, and on our normal Gambit thing, uh, Gambit site but uh gosh i'm doing your job for you solo we have a ton of other well no this is (laughs) that was enough i i already kind of got tongue tied there so i'm gonna i'm gonna hand it off to the masters so we we do have a bunch of resources guys that uh i legitimately think help quite a bit like they're they're not just like random like try attempts to trick you into giving us money or something um (laughs) like they're they're genuinely good uh Genuinely good content. Solo and I actually produce a pretty high volume of content uh, between the two of us. And uh, so Solo will now tell you guys how to access those. Jarrett the salesman here. Uh, Okay. So
0: the big thing for anyone that doesn't know, we do keep a a log of all of our fights. And why that's useful is uh, we keep a counters document that logs every single one of our fights and every single one of our counters. So uh, you can find that in the link below actually. And what it is, is is, it'll have it's a Google Sheet document and it has the full team that we faced. Uh, in this case, it would be the full three members that we faced, it would be the full team that we used to fight it with. And then most importantly, there is a timestamped link to the right of it where you get to click on the link and see how the counter actually works. So it's not going to be one of these, just like little infographics. That's little head of Padme beats a little head of Talzin. You'll actually get to click the link, see the video, see how strong of the counter it is. Uh, We get to see how we played it because sometimes how you play a counter is more important than who's on the team. And, while you're in the video, you can see obviously how uh, geared both teams were as well. So it's a, it's a fantastic document that actually gets a lot of use. I, I think when Grand Arena is going on, you know, Google Docs has uh, tells you how many people are on the page, and it's constantly over 100 now at any one time. So it's a great resource. Um,
1: and that that's, is... actually, that's actually just the Sheets document itself. We also have a mobile-friendly version that we can't tell how many people are on. I frankly, yeah. that's the one I would be using if I use this sheet all the time. So yeah, um, could, could be any, any number of people. It could be uh, that's in the link below.
0: It's in the description below. If you're listening to this as a podcast, if you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes, you can find the link by finding us on YouTube. We put the descriptions in all of our videos uh, that we produce. You can find me on YouTube by searching my name at Solo Base15, S O L O B A S S one Five. Find Zareth on YouTube by searching his name. It's just X-A-E-R-E-T-H. Uh, that will bring us uh, bring you to our individual YouTube pages. The Gambit Podcast page is quite cleverly named as just Gambit Podcast if you want to search that. Um, and then we brought it up before, but we do have a Discord server. It is quite a lively Discord server whenever Grand Arena is going on. There's a link to that below as well. Um, you know, We're up over 1,300 people now. All that actually, in theory, care about Grand Arena. Uh, we're there to help you in any way. If you have questions on what counters to use, how to place defenses, etc., etc., Please feel free to join the Discord and feel free to ask um, Frodo. We do not have a what not to do spreadsheet. <laughs> um, Good idea. that is a fantastic idea. <laughs> uh, and then, um, yeah, so that's it. YouTube, Twitch, counter sheet, and Discord. Uh, with that said, I, I, I think it's time to time to go to bed. <laughs> Soft light bulbs as well. We need we need those uh, or. Or at least Zareth's house needs uh, the soft light light
1: bulbs. <laughs> we do. I need, I'm working on lighting, guys. I am. <laughs> well, I I am promising to work on it as soon as I actually have some money to do it, which should be soon.
0: Hopefully. Oh. Knock on wood. Uh, we did have a couple of other followers that didn't get called out. Michael H 19 ASRI31, and STP Gaming. Uh, we really do appreciate the followers. We look forward to seeing you guys uh in future streams we will be streaming friday night with a special guest star i don't know if that special guest is locked down zareth knows more about that but every friday
1: she said she's she's going for it so i'm gonna yeah um i'll I'll, i can i think i can reveal it it's it's uh, as official as we can make it (laughs) um jedi master adastra will be streaming with us on friday So
0: that will be all of our accounts. Um, It's going to start around midnight Eastern. So technically for me, it'll be Saturday morning. Uh, It's always a good time on these Friday night streams. Uh, The guests always bring something unique. Last week, it was good old Maurice. If you want to watch that video back, that was a fantastic, uh, fantastic run as well. So um, with that said, thank you. For joining everyone, uh Bodhi, we do need to get evil sucks merch going on uh, we, <laughs> a good we, idea we, we can get you <laughs> in on that one um, yeah, anything else, earth
1: I don't know guys uh thanks all so much for watching and listening, depending on if you're what if if you're watching or listening <laughs> <laughs> potentially both um hopefully someone's not just watching us like <laughs> yeah, with the volume just off. on mute <laughs> <laughs> i think sty would uh disagree that that's uh palatable frankly because <laughs> <So, laughs> of my lighting but uh and anyways guys thank you all so much for uh watching and or listening uh have a great week and do not be dicks
0: and evil sucks and thank you everyone
1: thank you everyone have a good night